freight efficiency with NACFI's Mike Roth and Friends. In episode 37, we have Selda Gunzel, President Shell Global Solutions, joining us, where she shares her thoughts on the power of technology to change the world and improve the quality of life. We also talk about the need to work on multiple solutions in transportation to increase the efficiency of today's products while developing products for the future. She also talks about the need for innovation, collaboration, and partnership to solve and tackle the climate challenge and Shell's short and long-term plans for the trucking industry. Today we have joining us Selda Gunzel. She's president of Shell Global Solutions, and I'm sure she's going to tell us about her role and how that fits in the, you know, the, the very large organization of Shell. So um, hello, Selda. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I think this is an incredibly timely uh, conversation as, you know, Shell is involved in, you know, a multitude of challenges and opportunities around, you know, this energy transition. And uh, but before we dig right into that, um, I always ask my guests how we met and became friends. Do you do you recall, uh, you know, when we met uh, first? Yes, of course, Mike. I remember how and when we first met. Uh, it was in the fall of 2016, where we were both invited to speak at a conference organized by Shell in Los Angeles. Uh, the conference was focusing on efficiency, durability, and total cost of ownership in the transport industry. And I'm happy to say that since then, we've had a number of opportunities to speak together at forums focusing on climate change, sustainability, and of course, the transport industry. So it's been a pleasure to work with you and NACFI over the years, and I truly appreciate our personal and professional relationship. Oh, so kind. Yeah, I, I, I remember that well, too. And I think I think that uh, was actually a, a road show around the country where NACFI sent people and Shell had folks at, at multiple cities around the country and uh, maybe Canada, too. I don't recall, but it was um, you know, that did kick off. A, I, I think we we knew we could help each other, NACFI and Shell, and that did kick off into a number of things, some of what we'll get into here. Um, so tell us about yourself, um, you know, and how. I think your entire career has been, you know, in in uh, in energy or with Shell. But um, you know, how, how did you get here, and and uh, what what keeps you? Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Mike. Well, I'm originally from Istanbul, Turkey. So, growing up in Istanbul, you know, a city based on two continents, with a rich history and cultural diversity, you know, was a great setting uh, for preparing me for global leadership roles that I have enjoyed in Shell and in the energy industry. And, um, you know, I think at school, my favorite subject was mathematics and I liked problem solving. So I wanted to pursue a degree in college that utilized, you know, mathematics and science to solve problems and industrial challenges. And uh, engineering uh, seemed to be a really good fit with my interests. So I studied chemical engineering and then pursued my graduate studies here in the US where I was involved in research programs funded by the Department of Energy and the energy industry. So that's how I got into energy and I'm, I'm really passionate about you know, science and technology and I believe in the power of technology to change the world and improve quality of life. And I find it personally meaningful to work in technology in the energy sector 
as energy is essential to sustain and improve quality of life. And there are a lot of problems to be solved in energy you know, related to decarbonization and energy mm-hmm. transition. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it makes me think a little bit too about women in engineering and, and you know, how uh, engineering degrees, even the sciences degrees, um, uh, can help propel someone into the upper upper levels of, of various different industries. Um, uh, do you want to share anything about being a woman uh, in both engineering and now at a pretty high management role um, at a company? I mean, uh, any advice or thoughts there? I mean, that's a little uh, <laughs> tough question, I'm sure, but any thoughts there? Sure, I'm happy to share. I mean, I think, um, you know, as a, as a female, you know, I um, never felt um, different, uh, but, you know, I really uh, had to work very hard to establish credibility in the, in the industry. I think when I first started working, um, I remember going to energy related conferences and there would be, I don't know, 2000 people in attendance and there would be three women. So uh, (laughs) it felt a little uncomfortable, but I have to tell you, there was also a positive to it. Everyone remembered me. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, I think that, um, you know, I think we are getting better in terms of encouraging, um, you know, girls to study science and, and engineering. And I think it all starts in, you know, uh, elementary school or even middle school. I, I participate in a program that NASA uh, coordinates in the Houston area schools, uh, where you mentor, you know, elementary school kids to, you know, encourage them to go into uh, STEM-related, um, you know, studies. And I find it really, really meaningful. So I think the industry is in a better place, but we still have a long way to go. <laughs> Yeah, I attended uh, the Women in Trucking Conference, actually, I think the third time I attended it last month in Dallas, and that was, uh, that put the shoe on the other foot. I mean, I was probably, it was probably one in 10 men, maybe less, um, uh, mostly women, so it was, you know, again, I've been in 35 years in trucking, almost every show I go to, it's been predominantly men. I think we're making a big difference, though, and it's changing quite a lot, Um, which is not unlike the next question I have for you. I mean, you know, we're in a huge energy transformation, and, and I, I totally believe that this transition is underway. Um, but, you know, uh, you're, you would have probably claimed to be an oil and gas industry person 10 or 20 years ago, right? And so oil and gas is now kind of turned to energy. How does that, um, do I have that right? I mean, uh, you know, kind of how the, the, you know, people look at Shell and other companies like that. And what's it feel like inside the company um, as you as you move from, uh, I don't want a gas company to a, a, a very different type of company when we look forward in 20 years or so? You're absolutely right, Mike. Um, you know, we are, uh, you know, we are becoming a, an energy company and really transforming from being an oil and gas company to a, a global energy company. And as a global energy company, our purpose and shall is to power progress together by providing more and cleaner energy solutions. And as you know, providing more energy while reducing CO2 emissions is a huge challenge. However, we are committed to addressing this challenge and our target is to become a net zero emissions energy business by 2050 
in step with society and our customers. Um, we've also set short and medium term targets to make sure that we are reducing emissions in line with the Paris goals and uh, meeting the expectation of our customers and the society. So it is really an interesting time to be in the energy industry because you know, there is not a single solution to achieve our goals and we need to pursue multiple pathways, you know, such as improving energy efficiency of our own operations and our customers' operations, providing more low carbon energy products and capturing and storing remaining emissions through carbon capture and and mm -hmm. nature-based offsets. So, um, you, you know, you're absolutely right. We are working in many different areas of energy and, um, and not uh, just oil and gas. <laughs> For those of us, and, and I would consider NACFI and Shell, I mean, we, we're long time, you know, NACFI 12 years, Shell, you know, 100 or so or more, I don't know. But, um, you know, we've been at this a while. And, you know, NACFI, we've been helping diesel companies reduce their fuel consumption through the work we do. Now we're working on zero emission. Um, you know, you are going to continue to improve, you know, lubricants for diesel engines um, and all sorts of things. So it becomes a lot. I mean, for those companies, you know, for a battery company or somebody focused only on electric vehicles or somebody, you know, only focused on some of these future technologies, you know, they've got sort of a singular focus. Um, many of us, we're, we're having to support and I'm not calling this a bad thing, it's just the reality, support customers today, also work on the future, figure out which of the technologies and solutions, you know, what's their path to going away and what's the speed of these various technologies coming forward? I mean, it's a lot. Um, I mean, is that, that, does that resonate with you um, as well? I mean, uh, it's uh, figuring out not only what's scaling up, but what's scaling down is my, is my, my thought. Yes, I mean, absolutely. As I said, I think we are, we have to work on, you know, multiple solutions at the same time, uh, as you mentioned, continuing to improve the efficiency of the, the products and services we are offering today, while developing alternative uh, technologies for the future. And, um, and you mentioned, you know, electrification and, and battery manufacturers, uh, you know, as a technology person, what I'm finding really interesting uh, is that, you know, we always in the past uh, collaborated and we continue to collaborate with, with OEMs, mainly, you know, uh, truck and automotive OEMs. But now, in addition to our traditional partners, you know, basically engine manufacturers, we are also working very closely with um, battery manufacturers. You know, these, I consider them non-traditional partners of Shell, but um, I think the industry is really changing. And I mean, this challenge of, you know, climate change and energy transition, um, you know, needs innovation, collaboration, and a partnership on a scale that's, uh, that's rarely seen. So, um, you know, in order to develop and implement solutions, you know, we really need to make sure that energy suppliers, energy users, OEMs, government agencies, policymakers uh, collaborate effectively because, you know, there is not one company, one sector or one government that can figure this out on their own. Yeah, that resonates a lot with me. I, 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 there's time, it, you know, because we also have... Uh, 
the infrastructure to think about um, whether it's charging, hydrogen, you know, um, distribution and uh, delivery, uh, like you just mentioned, regulations. We've got the uh, sunsetting of technology. There's a lot going on. It's a big system, and you know, there's a lot of money to be made and lost in bad decisions. So there's a, a bunch of biases that are gonna that are gonna come in, and so um, I, I do think organizations that you know, like in my last question, it almost sounded like I was complaining uh, about mm -hmm. our roles. On the other hand, we do, uh, because we're involved in so many things, it, the conversation that I've had with Cummins is very similar where, you know, they supply engines to nearly every market everywhere in the world. So they have kind of a first row seat, um, which I would say NACFI and Shell and others um, have that benefit as well, where we can sort of see it because we're involved in so many places. That, um, that 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 can be a burden, but also a, a real advantage to help do things do things right and be effective. Yes, I fully agree with your views, uh, Mike. Yeah. So you've uh, been. I'm going to ask you a kind of a kind of an odd question. You've been pretty, you know, familiar with what MacV's done. We worked on Shell Starship together. We, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shell's been quite involved in our. Uh, reports on confidence, confidence reports on things like low viscosity lubrication and now electrification hydrogen. Kind of from from your chair, what's what's how's NACV been doing? Have we been uh, uh, you know helping the industry? I mean, what are some of the keys? Um, maybe advice you have for us as we as we do our work. So I mean, first of all, I must say that we are really grateful for our relationship with NACV. And since you know our goals are very aligned, very much aligned in helping road transport customers reduce their emissions and finding more sustainable alternatives. Um, you know, as, as we all know, the trucking industry is filled with incredible people who overwhelmingly prefer to collaborate to solve problems and make our industry better. And you've really been a catalyst and an integrator to bring together the trucking community. So we are really, um, you know, pleased to be uh, in your ecosystem uh, working with you. And uh, you've been extremely supportive. You just mentioned our Starship project. You've been involved in our Starship initiative and demonstrating, you know, how currently available technologies can reduce CO2 emissions and increase fuel economy. I know that we relied on you to help during the development and testing of uh, Starship 2.0, where we saw some huge gains in freight tonne efficiency, fuel economy, and related CO2 emissions. I have to say, you know, we've also enjoyed being a title sponsor of NACFI's Run On Less campaigns, uh, where you are analyzing and learning from fleets to determine best-in-class fuel economy and testing the limits of tomorrow's technology. We didn't you know, run on less electric this year. It was exciting to watch fleets and OEM partners share the benefits and challenges of deploying electric trucks. I believe that it's opportunities and collaboration like these that will help us scale up technologies and tools we have today to build for the future. So you're doing a great job. Please keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and thank you, thank you, thanks for your support. And you know, I, I do think um, you know everybody wants to to understand how these technologies affect them and their business. And you know, that's what NACFI tries to do. We um, keep uh, 
uh, listen, you know, listen out in the real world, what's going on by the manufacturers and the fleets and so forth. Um, so with respect to, you know, let's just talk about like North American class eight tractors for a bit. Um, Zelda, what, what are you most excited about moving forward? I mean, there's, uh, you know, some that say we can electrify a lot of those trucks, the batteries will have the, you know, the weight and performance and cost uh, to do it, or maybe we'll need fuel cells or, you know, maybe there's the, uh, the, the there's a lot of talk about e-fuels, biofuels, um, you know, even carbon-free fuels that can be burnt in some of these engines. I mean, um, what are some of your thoughts around all that? What excites you the most? And um, how, how do you think that'll play out over the years for North American heavy trucks? Yes, well, as a technologist, you know, in the short term, I'm really excited our, about our ability to push the boundaries of existing technologies to maximize the efficiency of today's fleets, you know, as we have seen in our Starship project, um, the impact of CO2 on the environment is cumulative. So the sooner we can reduce CO2, the better for our planet. And I'm excited to say that we are already working on our next generation Starship project where we are exploring low carbon fuels, you know, in combination with energy efficient lubricants and powertrain technologies. I'm also excited about developing a specialized portfolio of products, Shell e-fluids, which are dedicated to improving the performance and efficiency of electric trucks. And again, as Shell, you know, we are involved in all the different technology pathways, you know, improving energy efficiency of the available technologies today, uh, looking into, you know, electric, uh, electrification, in light passenger and medium duty um, trucks. And then of course, um, moving on to you know, hydrogen fuel cells. And again, these electric trucks and, and hydrogen fuel cells, I mean, they will happen. It's a matter of time. We just have to have the right infrastructure, right policies with the incentives uh, and the supply capabilities to, to bring them to life. <laughs> But, you know, again, as I said, as a technologist, there are so many problems to be solved. So I'm excited about, you know, being involved in all of them. And, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, I come to work every day and I have the opportunity to, to be part of, you know, developing these new technologies that will enable us to um, move to a, you know, low carbon future. It is incredibly exciting times. And I think what, what drives me is to help not only the fleets choose the right technologies for their businesses, but help the manufacturers and even the regulators and others to, to, to put, uh, you know, the proverbial, you know, round peg in a round hole, you know, not try to force hydrogen into a place where batteries would be better or batteries in a place where, um, you know, diesel or um, either, you know, and a diesel and, you know, advanced diesels or even e-fuels down the road can, um, can be a solution. So the right, right technology for the right duty cycle. Um, a question that's on my mind, particularly as you think about, you know, being an innovator and a technologist is that, you know, sometimes I worry that we have so much on our plate as an industry. Can we handle it? You know, electrification, connectivity, automation, we haven't even talked about. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, a lot here. And occasionally I see kind of deer in the headlights, not only in my own, in my own self, but in others. Um, how do we find our way through all this? I mean, what, what would be your advice to the industry 
on uh, on how we uh, manage lots of solutions. Um, again, you mentioned lots of problems, but there's lots of solutions. And how do we manage through them all? Yeah, I mean, I believe I'm very positive. I believe that our industry can handle it all. Uh, this is a really resilient industry. And we learned how much commercial road transport is the absolute lifeblood of the economy, especially during the pandemic. So we have to keep this industry moving while simultaneously figuring out how to reduce emissions at scale. And you may be familiar with the study we did with Deloitte, um, where we looked into barriers for decarbonization. Yep. And uh, you know, the major findings were around um, complexity of infrastructure replacement, you know, lack of regulatory in incentives, and lack of market and customer demand. So, you know, based on all these insights and what we hear from our customers, um, we decided to focus on uh, a few key areas. Um, first, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we are very active in increasing um, the hydrogen production and supply capability. So we are going to um, make sure that hydrogen is available for heavy duty and long haul medium duty trucks. And as you may be aware, we are doing a pilot in California with um, Toyota and Canboard, where we are developing and installing large capacity refueling stations between the port of Los Angeles and a major warehouse district in California. So this pilot will you know, give us a lot of learnings around how we can bring hydrogen technology to this market. Secondly, you know, we talked about electrification. So we also want to expand our electric charging infrastructure and services for both light duty and short route medium duty trucks uh, through our shell recharge offer. I mean, we are in a really good position through our retail stations. You know, we, um, around the world, we have 45,000 retail stations and now we are um, expanding these retail stations to also have uh, EV charging capabilities. So we want to use our existing infrastructure to be able to provide you know, electrification or e charging services for, for this evolving uh, sector. You know, in addition, it's also important for us to be able to provide low carbon fuels, including you know, LNG, bio LNG, you know, renewables, biofuels. And uh, again, we are actually producing our first waste-derived CNG uh, and a fueling site uh, at our Carson facility in California. California definitely is a very good testing ground for us yeah. uh, to, to test these new emerging technologies. And of course, lastly, you know, we really need to make sure that we are um, influencing the policies that are you know, developing in this space um, because we do need the policy support to make sure that we have the right fuel regulations, uh, right uh, infrastructure, the investment incentives. And uh, so again, you know, multiple solutions, different um, timelines. And I think it's really important to work in parallel um, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. develop these options while continuing to improve our existing, you know, technologies. Very good. You know, and I, I think you're well on your way to being that energy company that you're, I'm sure, you know, in prior strategy discussions that Shell, it's like, let's figure out how to do this and you're well on your way. And it's so exciting. I, I also, um, 
you know, heard in your comments, um, you know, kind of hold on loosely to what we think we know and learn as we go. You know, there's these pilots, there's these, um, you know, we, we, we don't know where all this is going to mature and what different technologies are going to happen. I mean, we're in an innovation and a commercialization time period on many of these. And, and um, some of what we think today will change and we'll adapt, uh, but having that confidence uh, and, you know, and I totally agree that trucking industry is incredibly collaborative and, and ready to work on the right things at the right time. And, and um, I've got faith that we'll figure it all out as well. So, hey, it's been a great conversation, Zelda. Um, always wonderful to spend some time with you and, and really all the Shell folks. Um, thanks for joining me and uh, best wishes um, as we move forward. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure to talk to you and thanks for having me. Freight Efficiency with NACFI's Mike Roth and Friends.